Hey now, welcome to another edition of the Inside BS Show. Today, we are going to learn how to take a podcast and turn it into a business development engine. I don't care what you do for a living. You could be an attorney. You could be an accountant. You could be even an engineer can do it. Consultants, you should be doing it. Whatever business you're in, if you like having great conversations, if you like people thinking you're an expert, if you like to talk to experts, podcasting can help you. I know I'm preaching to the choir because you're listening to this, you're watching this as a podcast show, so you get it. But maybe you haven't jumped into the deep end of the pool yet. Maybe you've only listened to podcasts, you haven't done one yet. Well, we're gonna to talk to the guy who can make it easy for you to do this. He's been doing it for years. It has driven a ton of business to him, and he's gonna show you how to do it. He's gonna give us kind of a trail of breadcrumbs today, and if you follow that trail of breadcrumbs, it leads right to his business. We're talking to Jeremy Weiss. He's the podcasting expert, and he's the owner and CEO of Rise 25. He's gonna teach us how to make money from our podcast. Please join me in welcoming Jeremy to the Inside BS Show. Jeremy, thanks for Dave, joining. Thanks for joining. Oh. Thanks, thanks for having me. I really thanks appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. I'm sorry I stepped all over you there. I appreciate you. I love the energy. Oh, thank you. All right, so take us through, look, how did, how did this get started? How did you get behind a mic in the first place? Yeah, so if someone is thinking, well, this seems too technical and, you know, I, my background is actually in biochemistry and as a chiropractor. So I never start set out to start a company that was an easy button for people to launch and run podcasts. But, you know, when I was, you know, with any small business, you are learning, you have to do everything, right? And so uh, early on, I had learned uh, how to be a chiropractor. Uh, I went to school for that for many years, but um, running a business, they don't teach you that in chiropractic school. So I was going to lots of different conferences, you know, back in 2006, 7, 8, 9, and a lot of them were marketing conferences or uh, internet conferences. Um, so I was hanging out with some of the some of the kind of the pioneers of, you know, podcasting isn't that old of a medium, right? So I've been podcasting for over uh, 13 years. And some of those people at the time were doing different innovative things. So I just was picking up what other people were doing in other industries. And, and some of the things they were doing was some of these online uh, related things. And that's kind of how I got introduced to uh, podcasting many years ago. So you're, you've said that you podcasting is one of the best things you've ever done for your business. You met your business partner. You've connected with a lot of great people. Tell us, tell us the first, tell us the business partner story. Then tell us a couple other stories that podcasting has, has helped you with. Yeah, Dave, that's a great question. And when I think of podcasting, I say, you know, everything, almost everything in my life that is good tracks back to a podcast. Now, I did not meet my wife on a podcast, but I do know some people who have met their wives through podcasting of actually someone who listened to their show and then said, told their uh, family member to check it out. So it actually does track back, but um, I've gone to fam on family vacations with people I've met on my podcast and had on my podcast. I've um, gone to weddings, um, best friends, form amazing relationships. So I met John, my business partner, because we were both in the podcasting space many years ago and I was going to San Francisco and I decided to, and this is the power of podcasting. If people think, well, 
you know, directly, when we think of monetizing a podcast, we think of downloads and subscribers, how do we get sponsors? And this is not what I'm talking about at all, okay? I'm talking about, and Dave, you're actually a master at this, which is giving to our relationships, okay? It's that simple. It's like, how do you have a platform to give to your best relationships? And so podcasting is giving your best relationships. You mentioned it's personal development. You could have some of the top experts in the world on your podcast and learn from them, ask the questions you wanna ask. It's content marketing, it's SEO, it's all those things in a 30 minute to 60 minute conversation. But going back to, um, I was going to San Francisco and um, I at that point was like, oh, I know a lot of people I've had on my podcast or that I know are connected to people. So when I was going there for a conference, I said, I'm gonna put together uh, a little get together there you know, of people who I haven't seen in person because I've only you know seen them via virtual video. And I decided to reach out and I was like, I'm gonna do a one day event mastermind for like 15 people. And then we had an after party of like 40 people of just entrepreneurs and founders who are in San Francisco area. And I am in Chicago. And so I was like, who do I know that would help me out with this? And someone's like, oh, you know what? I've, I've chatted and met John before we were, you know, you know, virtual friends. And so we decided to put this together since he was local on the ground. So we put it together. It was a one day thing uh, where we had some of the top you know, actually podcasters because we knew them and also, um, you know, just entrepreneurs in the area. And we did this together and it was 15 people and it was like, whatever, 40 people. And then people afterwards, okay, when's your next event? And we're like, there's no next event. This was just like a one-off thing. And they go, well, I want to go to your next event. And we're like, okay, well, what would that, what do you want? What do you, would that look like? So we actually, a couple months later, put together another event and that one was in Austin. And then people were like, when's your next event? So we put together another event of entrepreneurs. So we just kept actually doing these events. And then all of a sudden we're like, you know what, we should probably form, you know, actually formalize this as a partnership. And, you know, I have been helping behind the scenes um, a lot of different podcasts consulting wise and, and helping operations wise. So um, we joined forces, but it, it tracks back to having that community of, of people I knew through the podcast. Yeah. The, the, the three things that I love about podcasting you highlighted in that, in that story. And the first is if I don't know you and I want to be able to have an external orientation and give something to you, I now have, I have an audience cause I've done this for a little while so I can put you in front of my audience. And if you get a client as a result of that, or if you take this video and put it on your website and somebody ever says to you, Hey, that was a great interview you did with that guy. That to me is a way for me to give something to you. So that's number one. Number two, I didn't realize Jeremy, how much I would learn from interviewing people who own businesses and, you know, I can, in this forum, I can ask them pretty much anything business related. I mean, I'm not going to ask them about their personal life unless they want me to business related. And they tell me, and I learn a huge amount. I get best practices out of people that I've used in my business. Like the next day, I'm not even joking the, the very next day. And then the third thing is, I get introductions from the people who are on the show to other people who are even more amazing than them. I mean, it's it's just been, it's been remarkable how valuable this has become to me 
even when I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so that leads me to my next question, Jeremy, right? The, you know, the uh, Sandler in their Sandler sales training has a great term called the dummy curve, right? When you're at the beginning of the dummy curve in podcasting, you literally, you're like recording it maybe on your cell phone or whatever. So there's somebody out there right now that's going, well, Dave and Jeremy in the first like six, seven minutes of this show just told me that podcasting is great. I don't know how to start. Help the person who okay. wants to start. How do, how do we start? So I'll I'll walk you through what I how I think about this, which is um, it to me it's more about starting. It's actually how do you profit with a podcast? Okay, because what I see is if you people start and they don't have a strategy to it, they'll quit after a couple months if it's not generate because it is time and energy, right? It's not like it's, yeah. So you want to make sure that you have you actually make sure it makes sense for your business. And when I'm talking about podcasting, they, I um, we help podcasts that are that have a business behind them. So it's not like a comedy podcast. So I'll put or uh, and those are great and like or like a murder mystery podcast. We don't do those type of podcasts because we want to see a direct path to revenue for that that business. And so I'll break it down so it's super simple. So I think of this in five steps to profit with a podcast, okay? And I break this up in, I say, first, you create your Dream 100. In Dream 100, people often think of clients. I don't think of just clients. It could be referral partners, strategic partners. It could be, you could really um, increase that scope and broaden that, okay? So it's not just clients, right? You could have clients on actually talking about their um, their experience with you, which is a great case story for for your website. And so the first thing I recommend is creating a dream 100 list of what makes sense for your business, okay? Um, and number two is reaching out, okay? Once you create this list, reaching out, okay? And within that reach out, like again, it's a give to have them on your platform. Um, and you'll get into conversations even before you have them on the podcast sometimes. So I always say, some of the people, the clients we work with, Rise My Five, they get ROI before they even launch the podcast because they're getting into these conversations and then they discover what you do and then you have that conversation while people refer to you. So the first is Dream 100. Second is you actually construct an outreach. And in outreach, again, I can talk for hours about each of these topics. The outreach has to be, um, it's not like, hey, do you just want to come on my podcast? You have to include those you know, kind of foundational copywriting elements, which is social proof. Like, who is this person? You want to do a little research, make sure you reach out. Like when you reached out to me, you said, we have a common group together with Provisors. And so when you immediately said Provisors, we, I had an immediate affinity to you. It wasn't some random person, you know, reaching out. So you want to include that. You want to include some social proof elements in your outreach. There's certain elements you want to make sure are in there. So the next is the art and science of producing amazing content. And like, that's kind of where people start, right? That was, people are like, well, they, they kind of go into this research mode. Well, I'm not even sure the technology. And what I'm saying is that's not the important piece. I'll solve that for everyone in 30 seconds. Okay. So you can, you know, we're using Riverside right now. I use Zoom. A lot of people are used to Zoom. So whichever one, it doesn't really matter that each of those platforms are probably like 15 to $20 a month. So all in your 15 to $20 a month. And then you get a nice USB mic, you know, um, you can get a nice USB mic for a hundred dollars. 
Okay. Um, this one I think is 12 years old, Dave, if you could believe it. it's a blue Yeti mic. I think I got My it favorite. for like a hundred dollars. Now it's like $120. So it, it went up in value. But, I bought one but, for uh, my 80 year old parents to use to Skype us. <laughs> it, that's how easy it is to use. Right. You USB, you plug it in your computer. So you could be all in for a hundred dollar mic and $15 a month to record on. That's it. Okay. Now there's, there's more to meet the eye that to the amazing content. Um, but producing amazing content, if you're a curious person and you like to ask questions and doing some research for the guest, you're going to have some amazing content there. Um, and so like as an example of that, I had the, um, the co-founder of Pixar on my podcast. I've had the co-founder or the founder of Atari on my podcast. And you're like, what do you ask these people, right? And so, you know, doing a little bit of research goes a long way. So amazing content wise, you know, Nolan Bushnell was the founder of Chuck E. Cheese and Atari, and he was Steve Jobs' mentor. So when I had him on, I realized, I did some research and I found that he offered Steve Jobs, or Steve Jobs asked him to invest $50,000 for 33% of Apple. And Nolan Bushnell turned it down. So of course, I'm gonna ask him to tell that story on the podcast. So if you find some interesting facts about someone, ask about it. Um, the next is I, I call kind of build your give loop. So grow your reach. And the cool thing about an interview podcast is you can grow your reach without having a big reach or any reach for that matter. So like when Dave uh, posts this and he's like, hey, Jeremy, it's live. It's on LinkedIn. It's Facebook. And, and that's the, the beauty of it. it goes across all the podcast channels. If most people, what we recommend is you have a separate blog post on your website. You know, as, I, as you mentioned, my business partner, he used to work for the White House under Bill Clinton as a speechwriter. So we write a nice post. So you want to send them directly to your website ideally not to iTunes or Spotify because that's different real estate. You wanna send them back to your website so they're exploring what else they have on your website. So you have a nice post that you send out. I'll go, cool, this is amazing. Um, you know, this is all about me. I'm gonna post it across my social media. So immediately people will see your podcast. They'll see, you you know, link back to your website. So it's, it's kind of, um, ingrained in the process of building your reach and growing your reach because each person you have on, when they're promoting it, their audience is going to go back to your site. Okay. Um, and then the fifth thing is, you know, turning your podcast into profit. So throughout this whole process, you are forming relationships. And the way I look at it is, you mentioned it, how do you give to your relationships? You have them on the podcast. I make lots of introductions to people. Um, so like after I go, Dave, who else do you want on your podcast? I'm happy to introduce you. I've had, you know, uh, you know, produce thousands of episodes and I'm happy to introduce you. So you start to turn your guests into partners because you are getting referrals and then you could even refer to them. And so you form this relationship. So those are really the five things I think of create your dream 100, get, you know, get ROI using, you know, outreach, proper outreach, the art and science of producing amazing content, including the technology, building your give loop by growing your reach and posting it everywhere that it should go with distribution and then actually keep giving to your guests. That's fantastic. That was a, that was a clinic on podcasting. Thank you, Jeremy. That was wonderful. The one thing I think people obsess over, and it's the last thing they should obsess over, it's the first thing they should call you for, is that technology element. They should focus on all the other elements, especially the relationship <laughs> right. elements, and let you help them with the technology. Talk about 
the importance of the relationships before the show and after the show. Yeah, that's a fantastic because that is the key, which is so when we're um, kind of a little bit about what we do is we are uh, come in and build the whole six to 12 month plan and strategy. So what you're saying is the dream 100 strategy, that's important. We build that with a company and then we are an easy button. So after they're done doing an interview, they send us the file and we do everything else. We distribute it. We do the write up. We do everything. And we also coach them on this piece, which is the before, during and after the interview. So like when we talk about that content piece, um, what do you do before, during and after an interview? Well, you know, before, um, obviously you're giving them all the details that they need to make it easy for them because you're dealing with busy people, busy CEOs, founders, or whatever people in their industry. Um, afterwards, you want to make it easy for them to share it. Okay. So we will usually generate an email after it goes live. We'll actually generate an email to send to the guest and CC the host when we're working with the show so that it's got the the um, kind of a couple sentence uh, email that is go oh, here's the a couple things about the show here's a link to the show you can post this in email and social media uh, also when you post it on social media you want to make sure you tag that person so that they see it and they can easily share comment and like it so all those things are just to make it super easy for your guests to share it because they're busy right even if it's about them they're busy but so make it super easy with an email Let's make it super easy with tagging them on on social media. From an after standpoint, I always like to make introductions. So how can I help that person in their business? Um, so if I have a guest on, I'm thinking, who should I introduce them to that would help what they're working on? And that's really what it is, is just how can you give to those people on an ongoing basis? Great. There's, there's two things that I focus on in everything I do. And I'm curious about your approach and how you, how, po how you weave podcasting into this. The first is providing a great experience. And the second is creating a community, right? And you kind of highlighted it in your story, but really tease it out for people, draw out the creating a great experience and then how you've developed a community as a result of podcasting. Yeah, I mean, you hit it on the head, which is people are busy, right? So a great experience is just, it shows up on their calendar. They know where to, they know what to click on and the technology is easy. You show up prepared so they know, because um, a lot of people, they, they're busy, so they haven't checked necessarily out what's going on with the show. So you just make it super easy for them um, as far as doing some research ahead of time and that experience goes. And then afterwards, Go, you know, producing a nice product afterwards that, that you're proud of, that they're proud of. So the experience is just making it super easy and convenient for people. And even from a scheduling perspective, right? It'd be, you'd be shocked and maybe you're not shocked, Dave, but like having a, um, a calendar link for people as a convenience. Like I use, there's a million out there. I use Calendly, um, but it's just easy. It like gives them on their time. They can just choose a time because what's, Part of that experience, what I found frustrating early on, if you are emailing back and forth five times to try and coordinate, that's not a good experience for anyone. So having the technology in place like a Calendly to just go, hey, choose a time or send me your calendar link and let's make this super easy. Um, from a community standpoint, so there's several technologies like we talk about 
within this whole system. We mentioned Zoom. We mentioned um, you could use Riverside for recording. Um, Calendly, um, as far as uh, you know, doing the calendaring. But there's a bunch of other ones like that. Just a couple simple things. Um, the the next piece is, you mentioned is the community piece, which is like we're not talking about. You need a huge community. A lot of people are in a niche community. So how can you give to that community? Again, it's that's kind of the question I ask. So if you're in the e-commerce space or you you serve lawyers or who are the groups that you want to serve within that space and give to them? Meaning like by mentioning provisors on this, um, I've just given to that community. I've just give highlighted them. I've told people like we're both members of that group and I've given them um, some publicity on this show. And so you can form community with people and companies without necessarily having them on your show either, just by pointing people to those places, right? And then I can also afterwards, you know, mention to the, the provisors, hey, like Dave and I had a show, we talked about you and gave you a shout out and they're going to love that, right? So just by mentioning the the people and the companies and resources. Same thing with Calendly, same thing with Zoom. Like we've talked about several resources on here and that they're going to love that we talked about it. Sure, sure. Now let's talk about taking these relationships from the podcast realm offline and how you develop them. I want you to give that some thought. I want you to think about that for just a quick moment because I need to remind folks that this show and every show that we do is brought to you by Sandrowski Corporate Advisors. For over 35 years, Sandrowski has provided expert client service all over the United States. Now they have offices in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan and Chicago, but if you're located in Miami or Phoenix or Palm Springs and you need help with really sophisticated accounting, Sandrowski is the team to call. Now, what does Dave mean? What do I mean when I say really sophisticated accounting? Let's say you have a client and that client is an affluent family. You're a trust and estates attorney and the affluent family needs to manage their money. And they wanna form what's called a family office. Now that's just a very fancy way of saying they're forming a separate company to manage all of their assets. You're an accountant or you're a, you're a trust and estates attorney. You don't know how to form a family office. Well, guess what? Sandrowski knows how to do that. They wrote the book on this. So all you need to do is reach out to Sandrowski and say, hey, listen, my client, Mr. Smith, is forming a family office. He wants to invest his sizable assets and he wants to get a premium position in initial public offerings and he wants to connect with early stage investors and he wants to really max out his investments, but we don't know how to set this up. Sandrowski wrote the book on this. They can help you do that. And they're famous for staying in their lane. This is what they do. They work with high net worth individuals. They work with private equity funds. They can form the family office for you and they can help you and your client become even more successful. You'll look like the hero. Sandrowski will do all the work behind the scenes for you. Sandrowski has been doing this, as I said, for over 35 years. If you have high net worth clients and you want to add this to the mix of services you provide, you want Sandrowski to do it for you, you need to reach out to them. Here's the number to call, 866-717-1607, 866-717-1607. Sandrowski 
Corporate Advisors is a CPA firm with a different perspective. We're also brought to you by My Revenue Roadmap Guide. I have a gift for you. I know you didn't expect a gift for coming here. I appreciate you watching. I appreciate you listening. Go to this website, revenueroadmapguide.com. Enter your contact info. You can download a business development plan that will help you grow your portfolio. It will help you grow your book of business. Look, you're a lawyer, you're a CPA, you're an engineer, you're a consultant, you're in professional services. Your book of business will help you claim your independence. You want to come and go as you please. You want to live the lifestyle you deserve. You need to be able to grow your book of business. You need more relationships. Use the system I use with my clients, revenueroadmapguide.com. Download this free guide to business development. It's right there for you. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. That's my gift to you. All right, Jeremy, I asked you a question before we went to that break. Help us, help us understand how you take these great relationships we form through interviews, how you take them offline once you've, once you've connected with these people. I just did want to piggyback on one thing you just said on the Revenue Roadmap Guide. I, I just want to echo that, that in my opinion, it's probably one of the most important things anyone could do in their business of what you just said. So I would I would echo everyone should go to revenueroadmapguide.com because you know that's what we start with the podcast. That's I mean the foundation for everything. So I would highly suggest I'm going to go check it out for sure and so I would highly suggest anyone to check it out because that is the foundation for growing and having that um kind of pipeline, right? Yeah, 100%. So 100%. You're a, you're a kind that. and generous man, Jeremy. Thank you. Yeah. I love that. Um, from an offline perspective, um, you know, so how do you turn these into real relationships? And and the e the kind of the short version is you just keep giving to them. How do you give to them? Well, you can um, post about them, okay, on social media. Even when you don't have a podcast, right? I could just post. You could post about someone on your LinkedIn or Facebook. Um, you can do that. What I like to do is I like to make actual introductions. So I think about who those people. Uh, you know, what they do and then make direct introductions. Since I obviously know a lot of podcasts, I will suggest them to be on other podcasts. Um, and then from an offline perspective, again, um, if I, I'm in Chicago, right? So people come through Chicago. So I always throw it out there. If you're ever in Chicago, let me know. I got an email this morning from a past guest on my podcast who said, I'm going to be in Chicago in April let's get together, okay? And so after I have them on the podcast, I do send them an email saying, hey, I'm in Chicago. If you are ever in town, let me know. And sometimes I'll get a group together. So I know they're coming in town. I'll get a group of five or 10 people together for a gathering or dinner. This was pre-COVID. Even with COVID, we could still have small gatherings um, like that. So I will actually get a group together if someone's coming in town. Um, also, we have a paid newsletter for, our, for my guests on my uh, show. I gift it to them. So, um, which is a physical paper and ink newsletter that we send once a month. And so we will gift that to them as follow-up as a thank you. Um, and then in addition, we will send gifts to people. So um, they may get a gift from us every so often as in the actual mail, just as an appreciation. So, um, you know, just keeping that, like you said, relationship alive is not just like, great, it was nice meeting you. I'll never talk to you again. But if they're important enough to have on, if you know, they're important enough to have on my podcast, I want to keep in touch with them and I want to keep making sure I'm adding value to their lives. 
So I want to I want to highlight a couple of things that that you just pointed out there. The first thing that you pointed out was your follow up system, right? You follow up with these people now every single month. You don't ignore them. So I think that is that's a huge element of maintaining the relationship. Now, you've chosen to do it with one of my favorite forms of media, and that's a print newsletter. There have been a couple of hiccups, a couple of challenges with people working from home, and we have their office addresses during the pandemic. But we're seeing we're seeing that you know, those bumps in the road are being smoothed out with people going back to the office or they have a system where they collect their mail and it's sent to their home one day a week. So no matter what, you're still getting in front of them. Huge, huge opportunity for everyone out there. And I know, listen, you cheapskates, I know you're worried about the $1.50 you're going to spend on producing a quality newsletter per person, but that $1.50 could return to you $100,000 in a new piece of business. So stop being so cheap come up with 50 people or 100 people who were guests on your show and start sending them a physical newsletter. I love that. That is a great idea. The second thing you said was gifts. I want to tease this out so tease this out even more, Jeremy. Talk about the gifts that you're sending them. You're not sending them a box of $100 bills. What are you sending folks? Again, like we send various things. It depends it depends on the person. So we'll choose like a customized gift to them depending on their their wants and needs and likes. So I'll, you know, it has to be some kind of wow factor. And sometimes just receiving something from someone is a wow factor. Um, and in a good friend, uh, John Rulin of Giftology, who's got a great book, um, talks about this and he would uh, cringe at some of the things I send because um, I like sending food sometimes and he does not recommend sending food. Uh, he recommends sending some, so don't listen to me on this realm, but, uh, if you haven't checked out, uh, John Rowland's giftology, check it out. Um, he recommends sending stuff with their information, not your information. So listening to him, we don't send, you know, it's not like, uh, swag that has our logo. Although I do, I do wear other people's sweatshirts and shirts when they send them to me, but he recommends sending with their, with their stuff. Um, so I do like sending food. So I'll send, um, I'll find out what they like. And we may, we've sent, um, like Omaha, like a big box of like Omaha steaks that feel like they could feed their family for like a month and they get this big package. And we find out again, like, uh, I did unfortunately send this to uh, someone who their wife is a rabbi and they keep kosher. And he, it's still a running joke that he like walked next door and gave, he's like, these are, some of these have pork in them and we keep kosher. And I'm like, oh my God. And so it's a running joke like that his neighbor is best friends with him now because of me, because he went next door and gave his neighbor the whole box of Omaha steaks. But um, so you should ask them ahead of time, but you know, there's just something that's kind of fun and wow, I've sent funny things too. So like we run a podcast for a pest control business of all things. Um, and so I sent him in the mail um, at, uh, packages of edible crickets um, you know, that we had like ranch flavor. They were actually edible, like ranch flavor barbecue and these suckers, these lollipops with like scorpions in them. And I said, call me when you're about to open it. And I want you, I want you to tell me if your kids will eat them. And he has two kids. So we got on the phone and he opened it and, uh, you know, that was just a fun experience. Like his kids were freaking out. I'm like, you have to make sure they eat one of the crickets. I want to see what they taste like. So it was just kind of a fun awesome. thing and he didn't know what I was going to send him. So, so, you know, just creative, fun things that 
our our you know our, our conversation. That's that's terrific. That's fantastic. So now you mentioned you run a podcast for a pest control company. Explain explain to folks what you do and how that works. Yeah. Yeah, very simple. Like I was saying in the beginning, the strategy is is key. So we build out um, a strategy on the type of guests, the the content, like because they have internal thought leadership as well. So we build out what content they're going to be producing, and then what the uh, the guests that they're going to have on, and then afterwards. Um, it's an easy button. So when they're done, um, let's say interviewing someone, they basically, we have a, a client portal. They just send us the file um, and we do everything else. And everything else means we may, if they do video, we go put it on their YouTube channel. We actually produce the audio and put it across, distribute it across all the podcast platforms. We create a nice blog post. We go into their website, post it on their blog. And then we actually even email the guest afterwards saying it's live with that promotional stuff that they can just perpetuate. And then we do ongoing, um, you know, meetings for outreach strategy to make sure they're actually doing, you know, holding them accountable to doing the outreach and actually reaching out. So we meet with them monthly to actually do the reach out with them as well. All right. So all they need to do then is they hire you, you, you will hold their hand with as they create their dream 100 list right and after they so that then and you'll tell them what technology they need you'll hold their hand while they plug in the microphone and go to the website and do that stuff and folks after you do it twice you got it down it's not it's like swimming but easier right it's not hard it's like falling out of the boat and learning to swim basically it's not hard so then they just take the file which could be automatically down if you're using zoom the file is done you just drag the file into jeremy's website and then you're pretty much done it's pretty much over right that's all they need to do yeah what i tell people is we want you running your business and building relationships and that's it. So leave everything else. Like you said, it could be a pain because I built this for myself, Dave, you know, when I was doing this over a decade ago, because I didn't want it. I was running a business. I didn't want to do all this other stuff. So I want it just to send it off and I want all the magic to happen. I didn't want to have to do it. And that's, that's what we built. So here's the way to look at it, folks. You're the CEO of your business. You should also be the CEO of your podcast. You're not the sound engineer of your podcast. You're not the booking producer of your podcast. You're not the post-production uh, guest contact person of your podcast. You're the CEO of your podcast and you're the star of your podcast. Or you're the, well, you're the co-star. Your client is really the star. But you, you know, this is not what you do for a living. This is why you need an expert. You wouldn't remove your own spleen. So why are you messing around with trying to edit five? I mean, I can't tell you how many late nights and, you know, ridiculous <laughs> crap I went through trying to edit files. <laughs> That's not my deal. That's not I've my thing. I've been there too. That's not my me. thing. Yeah. My thing is talking to great people like Jeremy. My thing is not editing the file. By the way, if you want to talk to Jeremy, let me do this. Let me give you his number. 312-884-1197. 312-884-1197. I also have his email email in the show notes, his, uh, his website, rise25.com, R-I-S-E-25.com. That's all in the show notes. So you can reach out to him. All right, Jeremy. So we've, we've got the podcast set up now. 
Talk about the uh, the social media elements of uh, of how you use this content. Are you are you of the mindset that you can break it up and and you piecemeal it out, or do you send out the whole show? What what is your how do you how do you use the content once you've created it? Yeah, yes to both. So again, I try and keep things simple. All right. So what I will do is. You know, when the show goes live, we create a process so that when the show goes live, it goes on on our, po- our blog, goes on, on YouTube, it goes on, on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and that's the full show. So a link to the full show will go out um, to all those channels. And obviously it goes on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those places. But a week later, what we'll do for our shows um, and some of the clients, if they choose, um, again, like this is kind of a next level thing. I said, listen, if someone's on a certain budget, I tell you, just skip this part. Don't worry about it. But what we will do is we'll do a dynamic audio. So we'll take a 30 to 60 second snippet of mine. And then John, my business partner also does of his separate podcast. And then following week, we will also put out that snippet and have it go on all the social media. We'll tag that person and we'll put a, a link uh, to the full show there as well. So it's like that person was promoted this week. Um, and then next week we do a whole separate promotion. Again, it's not about me. It's not about even my followers. It's about them and giving to them and having another separate uh, piece to for them to market to their audience. So we will do that and the following week do a 30, 60 second snippet of that show. Now, again, you can you can do that to the nth degree, right? You could take five snippets and do it for the next five weeks. We just do the full episode one week, the next week do a 30, 60 second snippet. That's great. I think that's I think that's terrific. And explain to people how uh, how frequently they should be doing a podcast because I don't want folks look I do I do a show right now we're doing Monday through Friday where we're currently doing content for the weekends too that and we're going to add weekends down the road but you don't be intimidated by that you don't have to in fact I don't recommend you do daily because it's not your thing what's the frequency Jeremy what do you recommend yeah. for people yeah. Anyone who does daily is a beast, Dave. So um, congratulations on that. Um, I, you know, just again, I recommend starting off once a week. Okay. And this is in combination. It could be guests. It could be your own thought leadership. So even if you batch record something, let's say you spent like an hour and you record two episodes or three episodes, that's almost the whole month. And then you have one guest. So you don't have to overcomplicate it, but some kind of consistency where I recommend once a week. Now, listen, when this is so good for your business, you're going to want to do it more. So it's like, I started off as once a week. I'm like, this is amazing. I'm going to do it two, two times a week and then three times a week. So usually I've, you know, I've been putting out two or three episodes for like 10 years. So um, if it's, if it's working and you're having fun with it and you have amazing guests and it's helping your business, you're going to want to do more of it, right? So, but I would so, you know recommend starting off once a week. So I would say the, the clients that we have, probably 90% of them do once a week or more. And then there's, um, you know, 10% of people I already know, this is not their personality. So I'm like, let's just do twice a month and stick at that frequency because that they're more comfortable with that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you in on a little secret, and I haven't I haven't shared this on the show before. I haven't shared I really haven't shared it with anybody before. For me, 
I I was never a big fan of one-on-one networking. I I get I got most of my business pre-pandemic from speaking engagements. I I've written books. I get I get business from writing. I get business from doing how-to videos and posting them on YouTube. But what I discovered was one-on-one conversations were much easier in this format because the person on the other side expected me to ask questions and I never had to carry the conversation. So when I said, hey, listen, I need to add a little networking to my marketing mix. How am I going to do that? I realized, well, crap, having them on a podcast is the best way to do one-on-one networking because I can ask all the questions I want. They expect me to ask questions and I don't have to talk, which was an amazing thing for an introvert like me who's comfortable giving a speech but not comfortable at a cocktail party in front of somebody. This was the best networking opportunity for me ever because it's all about the other person. And then I share it and it's really all about them. And that gets me, uh, you know, has me remembered by them. It's, you know, I'm constantly in front of them because I keep them, you know, I keep them in the loop. I do an email newsletter. I do a physical newsletter just like you do. So this helped me with my own baggage of not being able to connect with people one-on-one. So if you're watching this or you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, I'm an introvert, I can't do that. It's easy. Write down 15 questions. That's 45 minutes right there. That's all you got to do is ask 15 questions. And just to piggyback off that, Dave, you know, it's funny because John and I were talking about this um, and he's like, Jeremy, why don't you go on more podcasts? And because it's great to go on podcasts too. I go, you know, I just, I don't love talking about myself. I'd rather ask questions. I find that easier. And even if we are going to a dinner party, and I'm with my wife. You're gonna you know, bring your mic. Wife, you set your mic up on the say, table. Sit across from me. <laughs> she'll she'll say, Jeremy, um, make sure to talk to people, um, please. And I'm like, I'm good one on one, but in big groups, I'm not great. And I'm not like an introvert per se because I get energy from being around people. But I'm not like the life of the party where I'm openly talking to people. So it is a great medium. And and I don't go on many shows because I just more comfortable asking the questions and less talking about myself. So I I totally agree with you. Well, we're grateful that you decided to go on this one. I'm really glad you're here. Now I'm going to ask you to think about three things that people should take away from our time together. Give us three things, three big things that people should remember about what we just talked about. I'll give you a minute to think about it. I want to remind folks that Sandrowski Corporate Advisors has made this show and our other shows possible. We're grateful for their support. They're a CPA firm with a different perspective. What does that mean? Well, Let's say you have a business and you're thinking of selling your business and you want to know what your business is worth. Well, Sandrowski is the perfect group to call because what they'll do is they'll look at your financial information. They'll look at your assets. They'll look at what you have in the bank. They'll look at all the information you can possibly give them. And then they'll look at comparable business to yours in the geographic area, in the industry, and they will help you understand how valuable your business is. If you have a partner and you and your partner have to happen to be splitting up, it happens. You want to know what your business is worth. Your partner's handled the books for you. Give your financial statements to Sandrowski. Let them come in. Look under the hood. They'll let you know what your business is worth. If you're merging or you're buying a business and you want to know what that business is worth, 
take the financial statements, give them to Sandrowski. They'll figure out if the financial statements are on the up and up, what the value of the business is from an accounting perspective, and you'll be able to make a better decision. Here's the thing. You work with experts because you need to make good decisions. There is no better expert to work with when it comes to business valuations than Sandrowski Corporate Advisors. To reach out to them, you need to call 866-717-1607, 866-717-1607. If you're looking to build your book of business, get my Revenue Roadmap Guide because it's free and it's the same system I help my clients with when they look to build their book of business. Go to revenueroadmapguide.com, enter your contact info right there. Our guest is Jeremy Weiss, and he's a podcasting expert. You can call him at 312-884-1197, 312-884-1197. All of his contact info is in the show notes, including his website, rise25.com. So Jeremy, I'll tell you a real funny story before you hit us with the three things. Last week, I'm interviewing somebody, and I'm giving out um, the Sandrowski folks' phone number, and I said... All you need to do is dial. And I gave the phone number and the person I'm interviewing went, dial? What do you mean dial? And I'm like, oh God. (laughs) There used to be this thing. It was called a phone and it had a dial. You would stick your finger in a little hole and rotate it around. Oh my God. It was was a learning moment for me. I I almost said it now. I don't say dial anymore. I say just call. I, I know what you meant. <laughs> All right, Jeremy. So hit us with the three things. What are the three things we should take away so, from our time together? Yeah, I mean, um, basically, one is um, how can you just think about the question, how do you give to your network and the people? So two of them are around doing just that because, you know, we've talked about podcasting a lot, but um, again, I like to keep it simple. So one of the things I try and do is a daily practice is um, when we think about giving to our network and our people is appreciating them. So what I I would suggest and what I try and do every day is take out your phone, text one or two people or three people who are on your, you know, it could be in business. It could not be in business. It doesn't matter. But just appreciate them of what they have done for you and um, hop on the phone with them if, if it's business context and see what they're working on, how you can help them. And that's it. Okay. So text two or three. And this is, you know, when we go back to those five steps to profit the podcast, the one is create your dream 100. You already have these people in your cell phone. So give to them, appreciate them and um, just do that. And the second is um, this, you could do the same thing on social media. So again, without even having a podcast, you can go today to LinkedIn, choose one or two people from your network um, that are big champions of you and create a post about them, okay? And some of the elements of that post could be their business, their bio, um, their the link to the website, their website, and all again, all about them and then just thanking them for whatever they've helped you with. So just very simple. Um, the third is what I always think about is finding a mentor. And you mentioned this about with your the sponsorship is like, go to the experts, okay? Stay, I try and stay in my lane of what I'm an expert at and then try and find experts for everything else. So if there's a piece of your life that you're trying to improve, it could be business, it could be health, it could be whatever, find an expert and a mentor in that. And like for me, I've been um, notoriously horrendous, Dave, at sleep, okay? Like I probably work too late, I work too much. And so 
the best what I did this past year is I hired, this was last year, 2021, I hired a coach to help me with sleep and it was accountability, it was health. And by the way, my background is in biochemistry and chiropractic, but I, so I could have figured this out, but it's not just about expertise, it's about accountability. And, um, you know, so find a mentor for whatever you're trying to do in personal or business or life. And sometimes I forget this, so I'm reminding myself of this right now. Um, just. It shortcuts the time, energy, and money by finding an expert or mentor in that field. So fantastic. Three fantastic tips. And I need an intro to that sleep person. I am I, I have become a fanatic about <laughs> I sleep. Will. I would love an intro to your sleep coach because I, I need that uh, like yesterday. So thank you for those three tips. Thank you for the uh, for the thought about sleep. It has been Absolutely wonderful having you on. Jeremy Weiss, go to rise25.com, rise25.com, or call him, 312-884-1197, 312-884-1197. Jeremy, thank you so much for being on the show. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you. Everyone check out revenueroadmapguide.com uh, and Rise25, but I'm going to check that out, Dave. I so appreciate thanks it. For having you are me. giving right until the very end. Thank you, Jeremy. Mm -hmm. That'll do it for this episode of the Inside BS Show. We'll see you right back here again tomorrow. Until then, I'm Dave Lorenzo, and here's hoping you make a great living and live a great life.